Hello, dear people. Hello. <laughs> Today it's only Laura.、Uh, and I'm going to do my solo episode about how to fight loneliness while studying abroad. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that. Probably yes, because it became my character's main trait. <laughs> I've been studying in China for half of a year until the COVID came and ruined everything, and I had to go back home. But I still believe that being there for half a year was a unique experience in order to learn Chinese or learn new thing and be in the country which I would have never had a possibility to visit because I can't afford it. And as it was a scholarship, I did, and it was amazing. Uh, but well, until we go to the topic how to fight loneliness without、uh, while studying abroad, we're going to start with our segments. So as you know, the first one is sweets and bitters, and my sweet of the week is definitely the fact that I'm going to Vilnius this week, as we're celebrating in Poland our long May weekend. Which basically Polish people stay at home,、uh, do some kind of barbecue, meet with friends, and well, my plans kind of differ from the typical Polish pe- person.、Uh, I'm going to Vilnius with my boyfriend and with his brother and his girlfriend, and I'm really looking forward to this trip because I've been so overworked lately, and I need some kind of an escape. Um, well, that kinds of kind of brings us to the bitters because I'm finishing my master thesis, and it's very hard. Yeah, I've already written the piece of shit, <laughs> and、uh, it's waiting for the grade and everything, and I already have the final exam scheduled, and I'm very afraid of just finishing it because you know the future is coming and everything. And I'm afraid. How am I going to survive all those years later after my master thesis? But yeah, well, you can clearly see that the bitters of this week are much more important and depressing than the sweet thing. But well, there is also some kind of balance, right? I'm going for a trip. And it's a reward for finishing my master thesis because I'm currently working on it. But let's now move on to the book of the week. My book of the week is "Nothing to Envy: Ordinary Lives in North Korea" by Barbara Demick, and it's a short reportage—I don't know—documentary book about、um, living in North Korea, and it's a life of ordinary people, as you may have already heard. Uh, it's a great piece of knowledge. I don't know. I I probably believe that you all know how the situation looks like in North Korea, and that it's well, it, saying it's not good. It's a massive like not saying a word about the situation out there. But I believe that this book is a really piece of knowledge it, because it says a lot about hunger in North Korea. And how it looked like when、uh, Kim Il Kim Il Sung died, and how his decision were later、uh, shown during、uh, Kim Jong Il time、uh, in the in this country, and well, the hunger in North Korea was back then very very bad, 
like I don't I don't have the words even to explain without spoilers but it was very intensive and one of the characters who is a doctor she find out later after she escaped North Korea and went to China she noticed that the dogs were eating better than her you know dogs in China were eating better than doctors in North Korea so I think it says a lot and well I've recently also read The Hunger by Kaparos and in this book he is uh, talking about the hunger problem because I don't know if you guys are familiar with the fact that uh, we probably have now the biggest hunger problem ever in the history of our lives and, and the history of our planet in our human history so yeah, it is a depressing, depressing fact, and the 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 comparison of those two books because Caparus is making a, a problem about hunger in India. I don't I don't clearly remember India, United States, and so on, and in North Korea, Korea it is most most mostly described in categories of this country, and when you're comparing them, you can see how much it differs from today's hunger problem. Like, I don't even know how to explain what I mean, what I mean by that, but uh, how it is um, in North Korea, it is conducted because of uh, believing in, the, in Kim Il-sen, on Kim Jong-il, on who is in charge there now, uh, but... Yeah, and when in other countries today, it is mostly because of capitalism. and But you can also, while reading this book, see how it is so similar to it, that we are still working for this 1% one, 1 of people who are rich or who is actually in charge and has the power in their hands. So I, I would like to make a deeper comparison of those two books because, well, it is very hard and intense but I really really recommend this book I will say again uh, nothing to envy ordinary lives in North Korea by Barbara Demick yeah it's a really great book and today's topic of uh, the, this podcast it is what I mentioned before how to find loneliness while studying abroad yeah, when I was in China for this half a year, uh, it was very, very hard for me. Uh, I don't know, I'm usually a very open person and uh, I don't have any problems while talking to others. And But when I went to China, I was someone different. I was so shy and so stressed. I don't even know why. It wasn't the how the big the whole country was or how the big city was, but I was so so afraid and I felt like I have lost a lot of my personality my, my personality in it, and one of those aspects was also loneliness. But I have a few tips which may come useful for you because a lot of young people, students, or even I don't know. High school students are going to travel abroad and do the scholarship, and of course, do your scholarship because it's a great opportunity, and yeah, and it's just so so much fun. 
So my first piece of advice is to pack things that make you feel like home, like bed sheet or something specific. Yeah, I told about it to my Chinese teacher back then and he said that I'm stupid because I'm bringing a lot of unnecessary things with myself, but okay, who cares? Uh, I brought with myself, yeah, my bed sheet, some kind of a toy and the pictures of me, my boyfriend, my family, and I was hanging them on the wall and they really made me feel closer to them. And I loved it. And the smell of the bedsheet in the first month when we were staying abroad and the loneliness and the feeling of missing everyone, everyone and everybody is so overwhelming that the smell of those sheets which were freshly uh, washed in my house, it was, it was a very reassuring feeling and I loved it and I would recommend it to everybody. <clears throat> my second piece of advice is to count. And count maybe not the days, because counting days seems maybe a little bit desperate and depressive. But when it comes to the events, like uh, Christmas, oh yeah, I was counting on Christmas, on my birthday, on, I don't know, some kind of national holidays in Poland. And I was thinking, one year away from now, I'm going to celebrate that uh, in Poland. And I'm going to think how I did it in China. So I would really recommend doing the, the counting. But on not every day. Because it would just seem depressing, I guess. Uh, the other advice, the third one, is to keep in touch with your friends and family. Because, yeah, you may need them, especially in those first few months. Mm, you need to FaceTime the, FaceTime them, text message them, and show them your how your room looks like. Uh, but also remember to make new friends because it's also very important to find the people with whom you can share the feeling of being lonely. I know it may sound weird, but it kinda is like that. Mm, when I went to China, I went with four or five girls I didn't know before. And later, yeah, we were sharing a lot of this loneliness drama and feeling sad and bad. And during Christmas times, my grandma and my mother came to visit me. And, uh, and you know, I felt like my grandma and my mom were there not only for me, but for them. They were like types and icons that you're seeing someone older who is, I don't know, can be some kind of guidance. And my grandma is really grammy and everybody was just so happy that they were there. But also, while keeping in touch with your friends or family, remember that those who are meant to stay in your life, they probably will stay in your life. Because it happened to me, I wasn't uh, staying as much in contact as much as I would like to with some people, but they remained. I came back and they were all there and nobody was feeling like I missed a thing, and it was just great. So if you meet someone toxic who is, I don't know, making problems about you being abroad, or you're making a call with someone who is just talking about herself or himself, it happened to me once, uh, well, they are not really worth your time. Yeah, you know, I was in China, and my friend called me, and, and I felt like... I have a lot of interesting things to say as I was living abroad and in different culture and everything. And this person was only talking about, constantly talking about herself and what she did last week. And I was like, hey, 
I have something to tell you. And yeah, she was just stuck with her own business and was very, very annoying later. And well, the fourth advice is to stay busy uh, because it keeps your mind off being sad and lonely. And it's also important to know that while staying easy, staying busy <laughs> or staying easy, maybe both, uh, staying abroad, there is always something you can do or learn, which is not possible in your country. Even a small uh, bike trip a few kilometers away from the area you're already familiar with may be an amazing experience. And yeah, I love it. When I'm thinking about it, I'm, uh, I'm reminding myself about the trips I made by bike to get uh, crisps, fries. It was fries, fries my, for my friends. And, and there was always once one person who was going to get the fries and tortilla wraps, which were nearby. Uh, it was like Uber Eats driver who was just taking up all, the, all those orders and going there. And yeah, I loved it. And it was some kind of adventure and staying busy. So, and I would never do that in Poland because I'm too lazy. <laughs> but in China, it was something else, right? And that kind of comes to the last point which I have prepared for you, which is to plan a lot of trips. Because, yeah, well, it's easy to say if you, if you have money, right, to plan your trips. But usually the scholarship is going to cover uh, some kind of your expenses, right? Because you are usually going abroad for a scholarship. And you are always familiar with uh, doing your exchange uh, some I don't know, some time before. Even like when you're planning to go to Erasmus, you can uh, start working before that and make some kind of money in order to plan those trips. And remember that it's really good to do them because you're not only there for learning and maybe no, maybe it's not the right way to put it, but you can also learn by trips, by seeing other people, people, you can learn culture, you can learn other dialects or something like that. And it is definitely important. Uh, I went to Beijing twice or three times, I don't remember now, and I went to Chengdu and from Tianjin, where I used to live, to Chengdu was like three, 30 hours trip by train. <laughs> yeah, and we chose the cheapest seats without bed, so yeah, I, I did both, I stayed busy and I played, uh, planned a long trip. Uh, I'm laughing about it now because now I feel like I would never choose this option for me. But well, it was cheap life or no life for me. <laughs> so these are my the most basic uh, advices for you. And I'm going to repeat it one more time. If you're planning to do a scholarship abroad, do it. Do it. Don't even hesitate it. Uh, and... If you, some, if you are in some kind of hesitation, maybe start to do things around you're hesitating about because some people are not willing to travel without their boyfriend or something like that or they're scared to leave their families. Well, then you need to have some kind of a way to work through it. Like make yourself some kind of a small schedule that you're going to call me every Friday at uh, this and this hour and it's going to make it very, very helpful for you. 
And well, I guess I'm uh, finishing and arriving at the finish of this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, the next podcast will definitely with will be with Zosha, but Zosha is also studying a lot and uh, she's doing her uh, driving test soon. Uh, so I just want to show the love and support in the end for this episode and I hope you can too spread some love for Zosha while she's doing her um, driving, uh, oh my god, driving exam, yeah. Uh, so best for you, see you later and uh, well, let's keep in touch, bye!